Thank you for being here again on Fit Inspired Mama podcast. Today's episode is about empath personality. If you've never heard of that before, it's really a lot of a lot of people that are very sensitive and are able to read emotions from or energies from other people. So these people actually have this type of energy that they're able to find inside of them. And if we don't understand the energy that's coming in towards us, we start thinking about ourselves as unworthy, not happy. Uh, we blame ourselves for the things that are happening to us. So empath personality is a very strong personality. And so Carrie works with a lot of people that have this kind of personality. So here's Carrie, and let's, let's see what she says about empath personality. <music> Hello, welcome to Fit Inspired Mama, and I am your host, Nishma Karim, and this is a space to be inspired. I talk about everything from fitness, nutrition, life, self-care, motivation, and more. I enjoy helping women learn to be more motivated, having a better relationship with themselves, attain self-care, and improve their lifestyle to better themselves in every aspect of their life. I bring in inspiring and motivating women to talk about their beautiful journey. Woman supporting woman. This is me, Nishma Karim. Come join me as we try to inspire you one episode at a time. Thank you everyone for joining in today on Fit Inspired Mama. As you know, today I have the most fabulous Carrie here with me and we're excited to talk about something so intuitive, so beautiful that I'm excited to have her here with me today talk about empath personality. And we think about empath and we think about empathy. So do you often feel deeply tuned into the feelings of people around you? Do crowds make you uncomfortable? Would you um, or the person that you're closest to describe yourself as a sensitive person? Well, Carrie has all the information here and so excited for her to be here and talk to us a little bit about it. So thank you so much for being here, Carrie. Give us a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about what you do and explain what empath personality is that um, you, who you work with. Well, thank you so much for having me just to start off. I'm so excited. I've been in awe of your podcast for a while now, so I'm excited that I get to work with you. Um, again, who am I? Um, so I'm someone that grew up super sensitive, um, could understand a room before other people could understand what was going on. Even as a little kid, I could walk into a situation of adults and read whether or not I wanted to be in that room, whether or not it was a comfortable place, a safe place. And I and it put me in a lot of weird situations. And I just thought that that was normal for a little while. And then I realized it wasn't normal at all, but I didn't understand why I could do these things. Like I could feel and read people um, and other people couldn't, I, you know, and you're completely correct. They'll diagnose you as being too sensitive, being too nice, um, caring too much about other people, um, knowing too much. So maybe, you know, you're eavesdropping, um, you're usually a wallflower. And that was my whole life. That was everything. Um, you know, 
my whole life I've been in a restaurant uh, industry. So I would also, even in that industry, I was really good at managing people because I could read how to manage them. But my management staff above me always said that I was too sensitive. I was too, I cared too much. I felt too much. I, I worried too much about other people besides myself. And that's how it was probably for about eight, uh, up until about eight years ago. And then I started reading personal development books and um, really digging deep into myself and understanding how all these things that would go on with me as an empath would put me in certain situations and why they put me in those situations. And I decided that I was going to work with these energies as opposed to letting them be a negative part of me. There's nothing wrong with being too sensitive. There's something wrong with being stepped on, but there's nothing wrong with being a sensitive human who can understand other people's feelings. And all the trials and tribulations that I've been through, I just want to help other people not have to go through those things while harnessing their superpower. Because as an empath, you have the ability to tap into so many resources that other people can't do, or well, they can do. Let me, let me rephrase that. I think anyone can be an empath, but born into empathy, like having it being in your physical being without trying, you have a superpower. You literally can tap into energies of places, people, things, um, animals, babies, like whatever it is, you can tap into that power and use it to propel your forward as opposed to using it as um, an energy that could, you know, suck into you and make you want to kind of hide or, or stay in your room because you're drained or, um, you know, a lot of empath empaths are very tired all the time. They need to be away from people because they haven't learned how to, um, I don't like to use the word shield. I don't think people should shield themselves from energies. I think people should learn how to tap into the energies at the right time and use them as a source. So, but a lot of em empathy is coming from other people. So when you learn to, I guess, connect to it properly, as opposed to connecting to it fully, um, the, the, the world is your oyster. You, you literally can almost do anything that you want to do. And um, I just, I just want to empower other empaths because I feel like a lot of empaths are in negative situations. They really attract um, narcissists. Um, they're in bad relationships because they don't understand what's going on because they care too much about people. They're in bad work, uh, work environments because they're always propelling other people forward because they want to see other people succeed. And they, they usually plateau themselves because they don't push themselves forward. And I just, I don't, I don't want anyone to go through things that I've been through and I help coach and, and guide people to harness it as their, as their, their superpower as opposed to something that can and draw them in. Does that explain me a little bit? I don't know. <laughs> That's actually a beautiful way of saying things. I just wanted you to keep going because I knew you had something there. <laughs> and, you know, I love the way you said that. So empath, I didn't even call myself that until you actually came aboard one day and you were telling me a little bit about it. I just thought I was sensitive. I had no idea what was going on with me. And I had the same issue that you're talking about. So like example, I'll be in a group of uh, people, we're all talking, but I can feel individuals 
feelings. I can feel their, um, their inner, like how they are. Are they okay? Are they not okay? You can feel something's wrong. Sometimes I don't know if that's me or if it's that, if it's that's them, like I'm, I know that there is a feeling. I know if it's either bad or good, or I can feel like, a like either they're in a bad mood or they have bad energy coming towards them, or they're judging me, or there's something happening. But then I kind of have to ask myself that question, is it them? Or is it me? Am I feeling it? Or are they feeling it? What What's going on? So I would have to turn myself around, take a deep breath, walk out of that room for a little bit, sit down and think, okay, am I the problem? Or is that person the problem? And then it's so weird, because I may not know the answer right away. And then once they're out of my sight, and they're gone far away. It's like, I'm fine. Does that, does that make any sense? Um, I feel that every single second of every day, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, and that, that's one of the, the reasons why I want to connect with people that are having these feelings is you really have to dig deep because if you are a true empath, you will feel everything, but every feeling is going to be connected into your, your source differently um, until you realize what your, like where your source of feelings are felt. It's very hard to differ, differentiate. Like, um, like I know, oddly enough, I know it's my feelings when I, I feel it a little like gut butterfly feeling in my stomach mm. I'll know someone else's feelings if it's all of a sudden like I'm depressed all of a sudden or my shoulder hurts um you know maybe that person's shoulder hurts but my inner core feelings start here that doesn't mean that yours um in my gut that doesn't mean that yours will start there but you really kind of have to do a little self work um, to, to realize where your feelings are versus other people's feelings. And once you do that work, when you walk into a room, you can instantly, um, realize if they're yours or they're not. And then you, and, and that's what I kind of teach is, and then you can work with that because if you know, like, okay, these aren't my feelings, but this person is really sad. Like I can tell, I can like, you know, I, I can feel their sadness you can work with that sadness. You can let it guide you on how you can help that person, or maybe you need to stay away from that person, or maybe they need you to guide them in a certain way. But once you realize where your feelings are felt, then you can, you can move towards other people's feelings and let it uh, be a beacon, I guess, to, to propel you forward in, in whatever it is that you're, you're supposed to do with it. So with, um, so when, with empaths, uh, empaths, you were saying that they can get into a lot of trouble and they do, they're one of those people that will be in a relationship with narcissists or will be in a toxic relationship. Explain that. Why is that? Because we have so, we're able to feel these energies coming towards other people. Are we feeling this energy? We're not able to understand the energy. Is that the reasons why we're doing what we're doing or the reasons why we end up with the wrong people? I think we end up with the wrong people or feel um, uh, guided towards the wrong people. One, I don't want to say 10 out of 10, but eight out of 10 empaths until they realize their abilities are really down on themselves. They put themselves down because they're instantly can feel when other people are cutting them up or um, 
I don't know, uh, you know, feeling one way towards them. So we tend to put ourselves down so that other people can't hurt us. Because if we're hurting ourselves first, before we allow someone else, it doesn't matter if they're hurting us because we're already hurting ourselves so much. There was a point in my life when I disliked myself so much that I couldn't look in the mirror for more than enough time to make sure my hair was brushed and to make sure that like, I didn't have anything on my face. And it, it, it wasn't so much that it was just, it was almost like a, a comfort, like a blanket for me, because I just, I'm already hurting myself. No one else can do it for me. Because if before you know what's going on, you walk into a room and you feel these people's energy negative towards you. You don't want to, you won't feel it as much if you're already negative to yourself, if that makes sense. Um, also, as empaths, we tend to want to help people. We don't want anyone to hurt the way that we're hurting. We don't want anyone to feel sadness the way we're feeling. Because um, remember, if you don't know what's going on, you're feeling everyone's sadness, everyone's hurt, everyone's depression, and you're putting it on top of any of your own actual real feelings. So it's times 100. So you end up in a relationship with people who will abuse that sweetness out of you because you you want everyone to succeed. You want everyone to be happy. You want everyone to be in a better place than you are because you know where they're feeling. But people who are narcissistic, people who feed, you know, feed on that emotions, we tend to gear towards them because we want to fix them. We want to help them. We want to make them a better person. And we feed into the fact that they, they need what we're giving them. They need someone to always make them feel better to do this. So there, it's a natural, a natural thing for empaths and narcissists to uh, belong together until the empath realizes, yes, it's okay to love people. It's okay to care about people. It's okay to want people to do better in their life. But until I can care about myself, I can love myself and I can put myself in a better place. I'm not going to do jack for them in reality because I'm an empty vessel. Uh, I don't know if any of that makes sense. It definitely does. So how do you find these empaths? How do you know that they're around and how is it that you help them? Um, I can usually tell an empath very quickly just by how they help hold themselves uh, mm -hmm. by where they're sensitive um, to certain things. They'll act read me very well and they'll know that I'm a sensitive um, they usually come to me most empaths have people come to them uh, people will come to them with their problems without even asking them to come to their with them to their problems so people tend to follow an empath in general they'll they'll read their aura and they'll come um, where I like to plug plug into um, empaths is a it's okay to feel how you feel yeah. b there's a to, again, I don't like to say shield because I don't think you should shield energies. I think that you should learn how to play with them. There's a proper way to play with energies that are not yours. And then there's a way that will harm you. But if you shield it, you're never feeling anything and you're not using your God-given gift. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I teach people how to play with the energies properly as to not harm themselves. Um, what to look for when, you know, when you're feeling depressed, is it you, is it something that you need to move forward in your, your life and change, or is it someone else? Is there someone toxic in your relation, 
toxic relationships that you need to walk away from, how to grow your sensitiveness into something that you can use to harness you forward in life. I, I, if you can feel all these things around you, or you can feel these energies, you can kind of, if you learn how to harness that, I'm telling, I literally think you can do anything, you know, you know, take it from, I'll take it from my job. I'm a general manager of a restaurant. It took me 25 years to become a general manager of a restaurant, not because I didn't have the ability, but because I wanted others to succeed so badly that I would empower them. I would build them up and they would move forward past me and move forward past me and move forward past me. Um, now I realize it's okay to empower people. They should move on with their life, but there's nothing wrong with empowering myself too. And that's kind of where you, you go full circle is, you know, you have to have empathy towards yourself and that's hard to learn. You can have it all towards everyone else. I could see you and see that you're having a bad day and I can help you forward, but you also have to, you have to, to do one of these because no one else is going to have as much empathy for yourself than you are. And you need to do that in life to, to become a better at anything in general. I definitely agree with you. Um, the problem with this, when I look at this, this form of empath, you need to see where the individual is. You need to see who you are, where you're at. I guess it's more of an idea of understanding that you have this kind of superpower. When you say superpower, you, you have this kind of source and you need to understand it and feel it and, and honor it. I think that's the biggest thing here. So here's, here's something that happened to me recently. And I thought maybe I would ask you a little bit about it. And I think it's very similar to an empath. Um, a few weeks ago, I had gone to, to um, meet my family and members to uh, in Alberta and Calgary and stuff. And I was supposed to go see a friend of mine. And before I had made all the decisions to go meet up with her, I was having a really bad feeling. Uh, a feeling of fear, feeling that I didn't want to go. There was something wrong. Something's not right. Something's feeling like it's it's not in the right place. I, I wasn't feeling like comfortable. So I had talked to my husband about it and I said, you know, it's, it's nice that we're going to go. I've not seen them in so long, but I'm having this really bad feeling inside of me. Like I don't want to go. Or there's something wrong. And then a few days later, before the day that we had to go, my sister had talked to me a little bit about it and said um, she had said some bad things about me to another friend. And then um, things like I begged her to meet up with her or like I'm not uh, she doesn't like me, like little things like that. And it felt like this what I felt inside was like, oh, my God, is this the feeling I'm getting going into her place? Like going to her, why am I feeling so bad? So the moment when I when I ended it and I called her, I messaged her and I said, I'm not coming. This is not going to happen. I have other plans. Something just, you know, came up. Like the feeling just went away. I felt better about myself. I felt great. I'm not going. I felt good. Um, I, I was more relaxed. I was able to do the things that I wanted to do. Have you, is this, is this some kind of a feeling that you go through because honestly, if I didn't understand that feeling, I would have felt I was unworthy. I would have felt like there's something wrong with me. I would have felt like I'm in the wrong place. I would have felt disgusted about myself. There's something wrong with me. I, I'm not, I was not happy. I was feeling like my tummy was turning around, not feeling comfortable. 
And, and until I was able to figure it out somehow and the universe was able to help me figure it out, which then I was able to allow that energy just to release. Yeah. Right. I like yeah, that. That's completely normal. I, you're very much more sensitive to the inside of yourself than a lot of people are. Um, I want to say almost every single empath that I met is also an intuitive, mm. um, meaning you, you know, because you feel, you know, everything, uh, you feel everything. So you have a, a unique intuition um, in general, but until you realize whether it's your intuition or just, um, you know, you know, the environment, you don't really know how to use it, but you're right. We almost always, and we probably, we have aha moments more than most people because we'll have that like inner core gut feeling like this is going to be a really good day or this is going to be a bad day or um, something weird's going to happen. I just sense it. I feel there's something weird that's going to happen. I just wish I knew what it was. And then two hours later, you get a flat tire and you just all of a sudden that feeling goes away and you're like, yeah, uh -huh. uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's oh. like, it's like a warning and you need to know those warnings. You need to understand that it's coming. There's something going to happen. It's, it's a very, it's, it's another kind of intuition. It's another kind of understanding. It's, it's a very sensitive matter. And a lot of people don't know how to react to it. And I think that's where you come in to help them figure out what's really happening to help them figure out how to use it, how to work with it. And I love that about you. I love that you do that. So if I had to ask you a question, what kind of tips would you give to people that have, that feel those kind of feelings around people? What kind of tips would you give to them to try to work internally? So then they, they don't feel the, um, the courage of blaming themselves and instead really look internally about what's the, what the real matter is. What kind of tips would you give to them? Um. First tip is get to know yourself. That's number one. Um, a, a lot of people aren't in tune with themselves. They haven't done self growth. And that's number one in general in anything in life. But especially as an empath, sit with your question. Like your answer will come to you, especially as an empath. If you sit and even if you're not a meditative person, sit with your question. Um, Let's say that you have a question about uh, work or, or whatever the case may be. Sit with that question um, in a quiet place that's near and dear to you. It doesn't have to be a meditative state. It could be in the shower. It could be in the forest. It could be anywhere you feel comfortable. And just listen. Try to close your, your, you know, your mind of other thoughts and just listen. Um, the way I learned how to close my mind, which for an empath is very hard to close your mind is I picture, uh, I don't know if you guys have them where you are, but a, um, a dandelion. Yeah. So you have a, you know, when a dandelion's overgrown and it becomes the white fluffy stuff every time, instead of getting mad at myself for the thought, every time I, a thought comes into my head, I just picture myself blowing that white stuff away. And I literally picture yeah. that going away from me. And then every time I have a thought, I picture it again and I picture it again. And um, I just picture those thoughts going away and just sit with your question. 
whatever the, the, the question may be. I also am a huge fan of, I call it pillow talk. Um, I often will find an object or write my question down and I'll put it under my pillow um, before I go to bed. And a lot of the times, because most empaths have very vivid dreams, a lot of the times you can dream, you'll dream of your answer because your conscious wants to get a hold of you so bad, um, but it just doesn't know how to, to come to you. So pillow talking for me and, and learning myself was is number one, in my opinion, to um, starting to own your empathy. You can't really do anything until you know yourself, um, until you know, until you recognize you know, your own faults. A lot of people don't want to look at their own faults um, because it means you have to correct them or it means you might have to change. Um, and I had to, you know, I started looking in when I couldn't look in the mirror for so long. I'm like, why is it that I can't, why is it that I can't even visualize myself in the mirror? What is going on with me? Why can't I do this? And I had to sit with myself and I had to answer, I had to answer that question for myself. And, um, those would be the first things that I would start with to work with is work with yourself, work with your, excuse me, work with yourself first. Something else that I find for empaths, but everyone is also um, exercise. I know you'll agree with me on this. I think endorphins are huge. I know that I fully can be in a depressive state from other people if I'm not sweating out the crap of other people. Like for yeah. me, that's been a game changer when I started running and started, um, I used to smoke two packs a day and I wanted to quit. This was seven years ago, eight years ago. And, um, it said, every time I want a cigarette, I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for a run. I couldn't run to the mailbox if you, if you asked me to. Um, but I said, I'm going to go for a run. And that turned in and led into like 16 half marathons. Um, but I fully believe that sweating, um, and it doesn't have to be a run, but, you know, go for a walk or something to do with endorphins can really help you um, get the other people's energy out of you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely does. I love it. I love how you said that. And working out is a big part of mental health too, as well. Yes, it, it helps with mental health. It helps with understanding who you are. It keeps you happy. And those endorphins, we need them. We need to flush out those toxins. We need to remove those toxins out of our body. And our body needs that. And if I don't work out, I have that same problem. I start to get that little depression back in my life. I start to feel unworthy again. I start to feel, I get different kinds of things coming out of my mind. Like, is there, am I okay? Am I not okay? What's wrong with me? And if I don't get that workout in, my day just doesn't go well. So yes. Absolutely. Most beautiful thing that you have said, Carrie, I'm so happy you were here. I'm so excited to put this on for you. I'm so excited to have people understand this small little concept of empathy and, and how we are to each other. And yes, having these small energies coming towards other people is normal. It's not, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's a normal process in life. What you're feeling might not be you it might be somebody bringing in that energy to you so think about it sit down think about it feel it ask the questions close your eyes I've also heard meditating the questions too like close your eyes think about the question what's bothering you put the answer into the pillow you said right 
put the question under their pillow. Maybe you'll have a dream about it. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Everyone is in a different boat. So Carrie, if anyone wanted to get a hold of you, wanted to get more information from you, maybe has questions about themselves. So they want to, you know, ask you more about what they're going through. How would they get a hold of you? Um, a bunch of different ways. I mean, obviously you could private message me. Um, I also have a private Facebook group called we feel everything. I try oh. to go live. <laughs> I try to go live on that, like once a week with certain, uh, subjects that I know that empaths go through to get, give a little bit of guidance and history of myself and also how I dealt with it and what I, where I went with it. Um, I have a podcast um, called just give me a minute. Um, so you can also listen, uh, listen there. Um, it's geared toward empaths. I mean, obviously anyone can listen, but it's basically a story in my life that I lead with, um, something I've been through and then what I've learned from it and what, you know, why I made those choices. And, and most of the time it was because of, of my empathy that I made those choices and, um, what I learned from it. And, um, yeah, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook, uh, but your best way, I mean, you want, you really want to, you know, grab hold and move forward, private message me, we can work on something um, more one-on-one. -on -one. This is beautiful. I was just actually thinking of one last thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to empath. And I believe that when you say empath, I also believe with moms and babies, we all have an energy right there too, as well. Um, our energy as mothers that we particularly have, it gets transferred to our kids. So what ends up happening with that, I feel, is our kids are able to feel that energy and they're a source of those people that don't understand the energy that's coming towards them. So then they get angry, they get frustrated, they get their tantrums because they, are, don't, they don't know how to explain to you what's happening to them. But their energy source is coming in from their parents. Uh, does that make sense? Like when you have talked oh. about that, like an example with a mother or a child, um, if I wake up in the morning, not in a good mood, exhausted, tired, not feeling the greatest, and I'm trying to start the day off right for myself, but I'm not okay. My kids are already feeding my energy and I've already started their day in the wrong way because they're just not okay now. Now they're getting upset. Now they're getting their tantrums. They don't want to do the things that they want to do. One of them's crying already in bed. And here I'm thinking, I'm not okay. And you've just made my day worse. But really, we're, we're bringing all these energies in the same place. We're all having the same energy, not realizing that if we just change that, that this, this one point, we just hold hands and we just all take a deep breath and we kind of figure out what the problem is. We can fix that problem right there and then. But we just don't, we just make, make it, we just have that fourth state all day long. And it's, it's funny how you, when you say that, I just remembered that part in my life. I'm like, my kids and I, uh, I realize that they all have that, uh, that energy and it all comes from me depending on how my day goes. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent, that's, that's another empowerment, but also, bad source of an empath is you think of it as you're all energy, right? You have, you know, your, your, your feelings are so much to the surface. So you're taking on other people's energies, but there's so much to the surface that you can add to others, people's energies. So 
I know at least like with kids or like when I manage the restaurant, if I walk into that restaurant in a bad mood, I'm in a funk, that whole, that whole shift's going to, to, to crap because, because of me and that whole shift can go to amazingness because of me and not to say, Oh, because of me, but our energies outsource way, they radiate way further than normal people. Our energies can input into other people way stronger than other people's. So the, and it, it goes both ways. Um, I mean, this is anyone, not just an empath. Anyone can do this. But as an empath, you, your, your stuff is so close to the surface. I picture it as, you know, let's say all your veins are right on the, the source of your skin. That's an empath. All your energy is right on the source of the skin where others are deeper. Um, so we radiate and gather quicker and faster than anyone else and yeah we we can easily throw a storm out there or we can throw sunshine out there uh, without even realizing it we can cause damage or we can cause sunshine so until you know that you can actually cause a lot of problems in other people's lives because you're you know you're you're putting your energies out there but you're absolutely right you can do that with kids as well um when i was a young uh, young, my, my kids are grown now, but when I was, my kids were younger, um, my youngest daughter, uh, Lillian, she was really, really, she was really acting weird. Her leg wouldn't, um, she couldn't walk on her leg. There was just something wrong with her. Um, I just knew that I had to bring in the doctors, even though there was no, there was no reason. There was no like bruise. It was not, there was no reason to think that it was anything wrong with her leg. It, it wasn't swollen. There was nothing. I brought the doctors, the doctor, doctor did all these tests and she's like, what are we, you know, whatever, go home. You're fine. So we went back and we, um, we took a nap and my entire dream was of leukemia. Never even really heard of this cancer before. Never really knew anything about this cancer. Um, and then the phone rang as soon as I woke up and instantly in my head was leukemia. The doctor gets on the phone and she's like, you need to bring her to the hospital right now your daughter, I'm 99% sure that your daughter has leukemia and she needs all the transfusions. My daughter's fine, by the way. She's, you know, cancer free and everything's good, but you do, you have this, like, as a, as an empath, you have this energy field that you can connect to, you know, your kids in a certain way than other people, than other people can. So you probably know their mood before they know their mood and they know your mood before you, you know, vice versa. So just a quick little story of, that's actually that is so beautiful I'm so sorry that you had to go through that but it it totally does make sense about empath I've had dreams before that uh, so-and-so is pregnant or so-and-so is uh, having like you know something like that and then I'll ask them I'm like are you I had a dream you were pregnant and then a few days later they'll totally say no no I don't know what's wrong with you there's something wrong with you because they don't want to tell anyone and then a few days later they'll be like how did you know how did you know I was pregnant and I'm like I don't know that you were I just had a dream that you were pregnant so I had to ask because it was there it was so sharp and it was it was right in my brain it was engaged like oh my god is she pregnant I just have to ask even if it's not true and 
turned out to be true that I'm like, oh my God, I'm even scared that my dream told me that you were pregnant. <laughs> like it's, it's weird that I have this and it's happened to me several times, actually. Um, things I'll have dreams about and somehow they'll be a deja vu. It's like, oh my God, I dreamt of this. This is going to happen. And, and it somehow happens, you know, it's really weird. Really yeah. weird. So I, I do get scared about my dreams sometimes. I do. I'm just like, I hope this never happens. I hope it's just a dream. <laughs> it's just a dream. It's almost like it's like a sixth sense, your dreams anyway. Right. I feel like. Yeah. I believe that very strongly. Well, thank you, Carrie. Thank you so much for being here. Um, anyone that does want um, descriptions of Carrie, I will have them below on my screen, letting you guys know that she's here. This is where you can get a hold of her. Check out our podcast. I'm so impressed with all of it. And I will put her group information on Facebook on here too, as well. So you have it. And again, if this makes sense to you, if this is good, make sure you leave a review, subscribe. That is one of my biggest things here. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And please let us know how things go. Other than that, have a wonderful week and we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye.